0: A winding road. no where it goes. Good evening, Minister Mercy. Good evening, Sister Uma. Good, good evening, all good evening, good evening sisters. Emma. And yeah. good evening to good evening. our viewers out there. This, once again, is the Wailing Women Prayer Group of Mercy Mission Ministries. It's another Monday evening where we're here to carry out our prayer assignment that the Lord has been laying in our hearts to do each week. So I'm handing you over to Minister Mercy now for, for the main prayer assignment for this evening. Over to you, Minister Mercy. Thank you, Sister Puma. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to our prayer platform of uh, Mercy Mission Ministries. This is the Wailing Women. And um, tonight we are going to be praying for the nation of uh, Niger. We're going to be praying for the nation of Niger. And before then, as usual, I'm going to... Um, share a message the Lord have um, given me. And I don't know if you can remember, a few prayers back, uh, Um Apostle Paul came to escort me to the court. And he said that um, um, in one of the scriptures, he wrote about women that he has been misinterpreted. And he said the Lord was going to give me a message about that. So I've received that message. So that's why I'm going to share this night. And the title of the message is... Uh, the fall of woman and his bad effect on men. The fall of woman and his bad effect on men. And because when the Lord gave me this message, it's quite long. So I'm going to divide it into two parts. I'm going to do the first part tonight. And then when we do our next prayer gathering, I will finish the second part. So um, I also post this message on my podcast my podcast channel which is titled spiritual conversation with minister mercy so and people can access that podcast through spotify so there's quite a lot of other messages there so it'd be good if you if people can access that as well okay so um from the time of my awakening in 2008 the lord has you know the lord jesus has been giving me messages explaining scriptures me and some of these messages I this is what I now share on this platform you know one of the things that have always baffled me <laughs> I've always uh, wondered the reason Satan finds it so easy to use women to destroy men, not just uh, men of God but all men all men in general Okay, so you know if you look through the Bible even down to Adam You know, anointed men of God, Satan has brought their downfall through the hands of women, through the hands of women. First, it was Adam, Samson, David, Solomon, even Elijah. Elijah himself was so scared of a woman. He ran and hid in a cave. He ran and hid in a cave. You know, the word of God itself, especially the book of Proverbs, is filled with warnings for men against the immoral woman. For example, if we turn to Proverbs chapter 5, Proverbs chapter 5, I'll read from verse 1 to 9. And it says, my son, pay attention to my wisdom. Pay attention to my wisdom. Lend your ear to my understanding, that you may preserve discretion, and your lips may keep knowledge. For the lips of an immoral woman drip honey, and her mouth is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is bitter as warm wood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps lay hold of hell. Lest you ponder her path of life. Her ways are unstable. You do not know them. Therefore, hear me now, my children. Do not depart from the words of my mouth. Remove your way far from her and do not go near the door of her house. Lest you give your honor to others and your years to the crude one. The crude one, meaning the devil. The crude one is the devil. So that scripture is a warning to men to be wary of the immoral woman. To be wary. So this spirit that all women carry is in all the female gender. I and my Lord know the level of deliverance I had to go through and the level of knowledge it has impacted in my spirit to reach the spiritual level that I am today. If you are willing to submit to his spirit, He will unveil his kingdom for you and teach you things beyond your human imaginations. But there is a price to pay. His anointing and his knowledge is not for free. Many are called, but few are chosen. I am going to share the message the Lord gave me and the reason women are the way they are. It started with the creation of Eve. Before the creation of time and space, God created spirit beings. Majority of these spirit beings fell from God's grace due to pride. These falling spirits moved away from God's life and his light. They moved into different dimensions of the spirit, into their own world, spiritual world, away from God's presence and his glory. A spirit called man, was among the first creatures God created. When the spirit fell, the spirit of man also fell. The spirit became trapped in different worlds called the dimensions of the spirit. The spirit of man was trapped in the dimension called earth. All these different dimensions is what makes up the heavens. God has his heaven where he resides with the pure spirit. These are spirits that did not misuse their free will. So they still have the life and the light of God in them. So they are pure spirits. There is no darkness in them. They are called angels and they have their different rankings and level of different powers and authorities and assignments. They work in God's kingdom. The spirit of man was trapped in the spirit dimension called earth. This is where God took the soft clay of the earth and created a body for the spirit of man. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 15, He says, Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to tend and keep it. What this means, it means man's spirit did not receive his body in the Garden of Eden. It received his clay body in the spiritual dimension where it was trapped, awaiting judgment, God, out of internal out of his internal order, willed it that the spirit held captive within the earth on that judgment will have a body shaped like the godhead, it will have a body shaped like the godhead in Genesis chapter one verse twenty six God then said, "Let us make man in our own image." according to our likeness. Genesis 2, 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. Man became a living being. The body God created for the spirit of man is in the same shape and form the spirit of God has man's outward appearance is formed in the same form as the spirit of god the spirit of man is also the same form so the form you are seeing yourself now is the same form god is god is he's shaped like a man okay when you see jesus in the realms of the spirit that's how he appears and when you see the father that's how he also appears but the pure spirit they are different they are they although they have the shape of a man but you don't they don't have, um, you know, a visible um, head or hand or things, but they are pure light. They are, they, because they're pure spirit, there's no darkness in them. They appear as pure light. Because Jesus has been, been incarnated in a physical world, he has a soul. So he appears as a physical man in the realms of the spirit when you see him in the visions. Okay, so when God gave the spirit of man that spiritual clay body and breathed into his nostrils and the spirit came alive, when God breathed into the nostrils of man, he gave back to man, to man's spirit, what he lost at the beginning. That is God's life and God's light. So when when the spirit sinned and moved away from God's presence, they lost God's life. And they lost his light. So now when God then, you know, made a body for the spirit of man and breathed into it, what he did, he was giving the body of Adam, the spirit of God and the life of God and the light of God that they lost originally. So he's bringing it back to that Adam's body. That's why Adam became a living soul. So what he did was to give that body God's life. God's life. Okay, so real life is God's life. Outside of God, a spirit is just existing. A spirit is just existing. It hasn't got any real life. It's only, life is only found in God. Life, real life is only found in God. Just like those spirits that are still in this physical body, but they are not born again. They do not have The spirit of Jesus living in their heart. Therefore, they are just existing. They are just existing. If they continue to live in that form, when they vacate this physical body, they will go back into darkness. They will go back into darkness. The reason God allowed your spirit to incarnate into a physical body is for judgment of sin. Is to be judged. God carried out that judgment on Jesus Christ. Now God is telling us with our free will, we need to choose life or we will remain dead. We will remain dead because without the spirit of God in us, we are dead. We are dead. This physical life is not life. It's only um, life is only found in God. God is the one that gives us real life and you get that real life when his spirit is dwelling within you okay so it is only jesus that can give us god's life only jesus you can only receive life from jesus that is the way he that is the reason he said i am the way the truth and the life okay i am the way the truth and the life because life can only be found in him and the way to god is only through him and the truth is only through him nowhere else can you find real truth only Jesus. Okay, so it is when a spirit receives God's grace that a spirit truly true becomes alive. It's when we receive God's grace that our spirit becomes truly alive. Adam's spirit truly became alive when God breathed into his nostrils. He became a living being because God's life has now re entered into that spirit, into man's spirit. The spirit of man received his first grace from God when God gave it a spiritual body and gave it, and gave it back the life of God he had before it fell. The reason God created Adam was for the spirit of man in a body to move freely, recognize itself and likewise also recognize God, freely submitting themselves to the divine order. And as such, be able to achieve their original spiritual nature, namely to become perfectly pure spirit. Just, you know, and just become like the original archangels that did not fall. So the reason God gave Adam this body is for the spirit of Adam to recognize itself in the sense that he will recognize that he's a created being. He was created in the image of God and through that body, through that his, his, um, the life that God has now put in him, you will also be able to recognize God. Because if you do not have the light and the life of God in you, you will not recognize who you are, and you will not recognize God himself. So, so this is one of the reasons. And giving him that body also will enable him to be able to choose with his free will to submit You know, to the will of God, and by submitting to the will of God, he's then transformed back into the pure spirit they God originally created him to be, just like the angels that did not use, misuse their free will. The reason uh, the other spirits fell is because they misused their free will. They chose wrongly. They did not choose the way of God. They chose their own way because of pride. That's why they fell. So the Bible tells us God formed the woman out of Adam's rib. Man's strongest and solid part of him is his bone. Man's strongest and solid part of him is his bone. Just like the mountains on the earth are the strongest and the most solid and stubborn part of the earth. And as such, contains also the more stubborn spirits. Contains the more stubborn spirits. You know, when we, when we have a look at the structures of this world and we think it's just a mountain or it's just a tree or it's just a rock those things contain spirits they are at their own level of judgment they are at their own level of judgment if you if you remember jesus made a comment that to the jews and said that he can easily raise sons from these stones for abraham what does that mean that means the spirits trapped in those stones God can easily incarnate them into the body of a woman and they'll be born and they will have a soul and become human beings. Okay. That's what that means. And it's not just Jesus that made that comment. Uh, John the Baptist also made the same comment. What it means, reincarnation is written in the Bible, but you need to have the spirit of God to be able to discern it, to be able to discern it. So these spirits are, you know, they are put in those, uh, in these things, Man has his own spirit in his own trapped body waiting for his own level of judgment. And the lower you go, that is, that's is—that's the level of judgment those things that are also facing. And those spirits are also facing. So the more stubborn a spirit being is, the more sensual, proud, and arrogant they are. You know, elements of the mind was like this. You know the man Adam carried some of these stubborn, sensual, arrogant, um particles in him, but and these um, particles was actually deposited in his bone, in his bone. So that's why his bone is the most stubborn part, the strongest and solid part of man, the bone. But God, in His wisdom and might, eliminated these elements from the man. God removed the strong and stubborn spirit from man's bone and used it to form the woman. You know, He used it to form the woman. He used this stubborn part of Adam, his rib bone, to create the female form, similar to that of the man, which, since she came from the man, she stands in a living similarity with the man. That is, she's similar to the man. She's, she's also a living entity. The, the stubborn part of Adam is his bone. And God used the stubborn part of Adam to create a female uh, living entity, okay? This is really why women are so stubborn. <laughs> Spiritually, they are stubborn. Don't worry, you will, will learn a bit more as I go on what the Lord was saying, okay? Okay, and although, the you know, and he says, what the Lord says, you know, the female, she's the stubborn part of Adam his bone and through the act of procreation is capable of having a child fruit of the womb according to God's will and since a greater suffering has been imposed on her as the man's more stubborn spiritual path she can perfect her spirit through her pains and trials Genesis chapter 3 verse 16 the Lord said to the woman he said I will greatly multiply your sorrows and your conception. In pain, you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. The statement that man and woman have then one body does not mean anything else. But although the woman's nature is the most stubborn part of man, through harder trials, it will eventually become equal to his uh, more gentler spiritual part. And that is what is meant by the statement that man and woman have one body. Okay. Apostle Paul also spoke about this stubborn nature of woman in First Timothy chapter two verse eleven to fifteen. He says, Let a woman learn in silence with all submission. And I do not permit a woman to teach or to have authority over a man, but to be in silence. For Adam was formed first, then Eve, and Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived fell into transgression. Nevertheless, she will be saved in childbearing, if they continue in faith, love, and holiness with self-control." What Apostle Paul is saying in this scripture is through the pains of childbirth, the stubborn nature of the woman can be overcome. If she continues in faith, trusting God, loving God and her husband, living in holiness with self-control, submitting to the spirit of God and her husband, her stubborn spirit would then become more like the gentler spirit of the man like the gentle spirit of the man but with her stubborn spirit and lack of love and lack of self-control she is to keep silence in the house of god and she is not to have authority over a man because she will be operating with the stubborn spirit of jezebel wanting to be in control but when she has been able to submit to her husband Her faith and trust in God is genuine. She is living in holiness and self-control. Then she will be able to minister in the house of God under the spiritual authority of her husband because he is her head. Because he is her head. The Lord says this is how this scripture should be understood. Then it will be easier to talk to all men and act in their very best interest from the heavens but by the second misuse of their free will people have deeply sunk into sensuality sensuality this means what they perceive with their five senses is what governs their actions and their behavior there is more this is more so in the case of the woman who have begun to abundantly adorn themselves with finery clothes and jewelry due to Satan's influence, inheriting more attractive body and because of their selfishness have become inflexible, proud and resentful. James states this wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual and demonic. As such, as such, Pressurizing the gentlier man, the gentler man who, in order to be granted a woman's favor, had to quite voluntarily and dismissively dance to her tyrannical tone. And in the end, even enjoyed being completely ensnared by her truly satanic cunning, by her truly satanic cunning. As a result, man lost his first grace. He fell from all the heavens and within him, he became ignorant, lustful, selfish, vain, and greedy for power. And as such, truly of the devil together with the woman. Truly of the devil together with the woman. This is how Adam and Eve were driven out of the garden back into the earth which they now perceive as a physical matter. Because the glory and life of God has left them, their soul is now on the throne of their mind rather than the spirit. So the spirit is not controlling them anymore. It's the soul that is now controlling them, what they perceive with their five senses. The soul is now imprisoned in this physical dimension, awaiting judgment. The Lord said from time to time, The man was softly admonished by his spirit through the awakening of love for life to read the scripture and contemplate God's great work. Many also did that by first more or less freeing, freeing themselves from the snares of women, from the snares of women. But this did not help much because they no longer understood the scripture. Here he is talking about the Jewish people when he came in you know when he came 2000 years ago and since then themselves has become materialistic like the woman they promptly became sensual turning the word of god into a monster and god's temple into a den of thieves the lord said things had advanced to a stage when all men would be completely lost if he the Lord himself had not come into the world to save us from the yoke of Satan and his internal predition. He said he had to go to the greatest length in order to begin to raise only a very minor part of mankind to the proper height of the heavens. The Lord said, beware of tempting women. Woe betide the world! When the women again start to wear finery clothes, adorning themselves, and will sit on the thrones, then the earth will be put through the fire. Therefore, maintain good discipline with the women and let them, above all, practice proper humility. They should be clean, but never dress up in finery, ostentatious clothes, Decorating themselves with makeup for women's ostentatious clothing and their jewelry is mankind's grave and the ruin of everything. And the ruins of everything. So I will leave um, this um, first part here. In the second part, the Lord explains how how when a woman dresses up with her nails and her makeup and her tight-fitting clothes, How sensuality, it attracts the lust of in men. It pulls them into fornication and adultery. And, uh, you know, adultery, that is married men committing uh, fornication. Fornication is the worst sin anybody can commit apart from not knowing God, denying God. Because fornication is against your own body. When you fornicate or have sex outside of marriage, you're introducing demons into your body. And this is the way Satan uses women to destroy men, you know, their finery clothes and their makeup and their their tight-fitting clothes. The the aim of those tight-fitting clothes is to seduce, you know. Some women do it purposefully, but some women, they're not aware of it, but they do it subconsciously. The reason a lot of wo- uh, a lot of women will dress up and show the tight fitting shape of their body, underneath, is to seduce, and Satan uses that to seduce men, and especially it's even worse when they start then exposing their breast and their bob and their whatever. So that will I will do I will bring that teaching in the second part. That is where he explained what you know the dressings of women and and even gave men advice that if they're they're courting a woman, what they should be looking for in that woman. (laughs) Uh, God is good. Okay, so we leave it as that. So we're going to now... Life is a winding road No telling where it goes